very unique stories today. It's going to be a really interesting uh, program. So uh, you're tuned in. If you want a little bit of lift in your step today, this is this is the show to tune into. This first story, friends, uh, is going to be a, a flight attendant and an airline have to pay a model $101,000 for burns from some hot soup that spilled on them. We'll talk about that story here. And then there's a new report out that says we should tax meat eaters, like smokers, you know, like you tax smokers and things like that. And so they want to tax the meat eaters. I know some people who will be really thrilled with that one. And also there was that YouTube star, Logan Paul, who went into the forest there of suicide in Japan, I believe, and uh, uh, kind of filmed somebody who had committed suicide. And boy, did that create a ruckus around the globe. (laughs) We're going to talk about that as well. So again, Malcolm Out Loud here. This is Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. Uh, Three very unique stories, all classifying the point of what really is stupidity today. Well, the big question on everyone's mind, it's a gender thing, or is it? World peace, religion, sex, money, politics, climate change, big business, big ideas, and big egos. Nothing is off limits. As I'm joined by some of the most accomplished and highly opinionated women from the far left, the far right, and the far reaches of the planet. This is Malcolm Out Loud, and you're listening to Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. We've got three very unique stories today. It's going to be a really interesting uh, program, so uh, you're tuned in if you want a little bit of lift in your step today. This is this is the show to tune into. This first story, friends, uh, is going to be a, a flight attendant and an airline have to pay a model $101,000 for burns from some hot soup that spilled on them. We'll talk about that story here. And then there's a new report out that says we should tax meat eaters, like smokers, you know, like you tax smokers and things like that. And so they want to tax the meat eaters. I know some people who will be really thrilled with that one. And also there was that YouTube star, Logan Paul, who went into the forest there of suicide in Japan, I believe, and uh, uh, kind of filmed somebody who had committed suicide. And boy, did that create a ruckus around the globe. We're going to talk about that as well. So again, Malcolm Out Loud here. This is Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. Uh, Three very unique stories, all classifying the point of what really is stupidity today. (laughs) Our co-host today joining us on the show, Missy Crutchfield, is here. She's co-founder of Gandhi's Bee Magazine and of Gandhi Global Center for Peace. Susan Price is here. Susan is a, well, she's a bit of a researcher, a patriot, gold star mother, national voice, veteran advocate for justice. Jenna Smith, a psychotherapist, she's a coach, human being expert, and she's the creator of You Are the Manual. Now, I don't know if she did a manual that says You Are Stupidity. We'll find that out shortly here. So, <laughs> exactly, Jenna. Probably so, sell better. That, I was going to say, that may be your new one. Yeah, now, you're going to get some miles out of this show here, Jenna. So, ought to be interested here. All right, so let's talk about this first story, ladies, here. Fascinating. So, you remember that story years ago that was like, wow, like a big story? It was like... It was an internationally recognized that story about, I believe it was hot coffee at the McDonald's. Do you remember in the drive-thru? That was like yes. the biggest story yeah. ever, huh? Yeah? Yeah. And the hot coffee <laughs> spilled out in the drive-thru. And I remember that story and I was like, oh man, that is silly. Or what's really going on here? Well, 
Anyways, I mean, you know, when you see something that, you know, is given to you that's hot, you, you have to be really, really careful. All right, this particular story with the flight attendant, let me tell you what happened with this, and then we can uh, see about this particular one. So a model has been awarded $101,000, uh, over 101000 for extensive injuries that evidently they were on a flight from Korea to Paris, if you will. And so Asiana Airlines, which is actually a good airline, uh, she was in business class, and and when this uh, happened, uh, and so the crew member, evidently, the accusations are that they spilt this scalding instant noodle soup. First of all, if you're in business class, ladies, on a really attractive airline, and you're having instant noodle soup, I mean, don't they serve something better? Isn't there like a chef there making homemade soup? Because you pay a lot of money for those business class suit, uh, seats, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't want some boring, crappy instant soup to begin with. That'd be my first. I'd sue the airlines just on that point alone, uh, Susan. I wouldn't have that. Come on. And so, so the hot soup gets spilled. But evidently, the airline says, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, not so fast. That the, the customer, the, the, the customer actually, they said, spilt the soup on their lap. Of course, the customer doesn't want to uh, take uh, credit for that. So uh, they're saying, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, so, you know, you get one of those he said, he said, she said kind of things uh, Susan, so if that happened to you, Susan, you're on an airline, you're minding your own business, the, you're, you paid for this upseat, uh, you know, this beautiful ticket, you're on business class, you're feeling like really good, like the cat's ass today, Susan, okay? You're on a, you're, on, you're right, you're <laughs> Korea to Paris, you feel good, man, you're a model, oh man, and the, the gal comes over, and you maybe accidentally hit her arm or something, I, but you know, you kind of know it was Probably you did that, and the soup fell, but right away, obviously, you're going to blame it on her. Would you blame it on her, or would you take credit for the fact that you spilled that? I mean, this is really hot soup now, and this has hit your crotch area, by the way. So you're jumping up and hitting the ceiling of the plane just about, yeah? Well, I, I take credit for anything good, bad, and indifferent that I do, but that's just me, and I'm not a professional model. So. <laughs> maybe, uh, <laughs> Mr. Holland, maybe. <laughs> I fake it till I make it, but uh, no, you know, it's... She, I guess she complained about there not being the proper emergency supplies to treat the burn right. on, on the airplane. Right. And the fact that she was a model, she used that as her platform to mm -hmm. get attention and exaggerated it probably a little bit as well. Oh, man. Okay, Missy. That's I, what I see. Wow. <laughs> Missy, Missy, I think Susan might have hit the jackpot right out of the gate. Uh, she maybe needed a little more attention. Is this, is this the kind of thing people do because they they want the... I mean, like you say, if you're a kind of an average model and you want to get some recognition, there should be one way to do it, no? Maybe she did it on purpose. Hey, Missy, Missy, come on. I, I got something here. Maybe, she's, maybe this high-class model sitting in her seat and she says... Damn, I need some publicity. My PR firm stinks. Things are not going really well. I mean, I'm on the way to Paris. I feel half good, but you know, I'm really not hitting the stardom yet. Maybe I'll just hit her arm, get that hot scalding soup to pour on my crotch, and then we'll just have a party. What do you think? Well, I, I you know, a few things to run through my mind. Number one, <laughs> if this affects her career, I'm wondering what she's modeling. And then, because if the burns were in her lap, but maybe she's a swimsuit model, I don't know. But um, the other is uh, to the point of um, 
responsibility for your actions. Nobody seems to anymore want to take responsibility for their actions, for what they eat, for what they touch, for a mistake. You know, you can fall and you want to sue whoever it is that constructed the steps or you're going to sue the airline. You know, it's 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 just a world. It's out of control in litigation. The other thing is I wonder, you know, the jury evidently awarded this. So that says something about maybe people are so angry at airlines i don't know well we are we are that i can answer for sure i mean airlines (laughs) are just atrocious uh, missy um you you bring up a very interesting point there too uh jenna she is kind of like you know i think you're talking uh, missy about self-responsibility right you're talking about right nobody's taking any self you know you you right i mean but she didn't take any self-responsibility see all right well Jenna, here's the problem. If you listen to what the way we open this up now with what Susan and Missy are saying, the bigger problem is it's not like Missy says, well, was she, is she a swimsuit model or why was this a problem in her profession? Actually, in reading into the story a little more, it kind of implies that she can't really have intimate relations with her husband. And it says that there's a danger if she gets pregnant. And so, you know how these cases are usually dressed up, Jenna. You know, you kind of say, oh, mm-hmm. my God, you know, I, I probably won't even be able to retire and so on and so forth. I mean, you kind of, you, you want the number to go up if you have an attorney. I hate lawsuits. Oh. I hate attorneys. Did I ever tell you that? I, I like Jennifer Breeden, but I don't like attorneys. No, I, really like, I like yeah. one. one <laughs> I got to qualify that. <laughs> I know. I know. She'll well, I, I went through, I had a car accident lawsuit and it, and it was, it was like, okay, you have to show how incredibly injured you are to the point where I wasn't even focusing on my healing. It's like, uh, except I want to move on with my life. Like, that's the thing, right? The stupidity to me is like, how do you then, how do you move on with your life if you're spending so much energy proving that you're wounded and broken and like, yeah. ooh, I'm a model and I have a big, I don't know how bad her burn was. Like, I, like, first of all, if she was really, really badly burned and all that kind of stuff and like, you know, but I do believe in the PR thing. And I think a lot of these stories is the, I'm going to be a celebrity on YouTube. I'm going to get all the hits. Like it's manic craziness. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, what about your life? Like if you're focused on your husband and you're focused, but except you're not, you're so focused on how many likes and views and it's crazy. Well, the technology has changed all that, Jenna. You bring up a very valid point because this is one of the stories we're going to talk a little bit later on, in fact, with that Logan Paul, the YouTube star. But we'll get into that later. But that's, again, like you just said, more likes, more followers, more publicity. You know, you hear and you see all these cases now, Jenna, that are out there where they are seeking their two, three minutes of fame. And and sometimes I've even seen recent stories where it's happening and those people did not really go to look for it, but it happened like something went viral, Jenna. You know, it kind of went yeah. viral. And, and some of those stories are really precious because, you know, they're really, some of them end up being significant, you know, that something happened. Like there was this one recently where the guy was um, stepped outside in his driveway and skidded all the way down the driveway um, Almost into the street and had to fall into the mailbox. Of course, it's funny as hell. Of course, he could have got killed in the process, Jenna, you know. Uh, But it was hysterical, and it got gazillions and gazillions of views. The guy is probably a celebrity. He's probably got his own Tonight Show by now, as far as I know, you know. (laughs) I mean, come on, you know. Well, how many times are you going to be able to repeat that? (laughs) Exactly, 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 exactly. But but it is kind of funny how some of these um, little cases end up going viral, 
I think, yeah. we, you know, we, we all kind of need a lift in our step today. So yeah. I, I think we find some of those funny and amusing, Jenna, and they we kind of make celebrities out of people who might not normally be, you think? Well, yeah, I think some of them are funny, like those special moments that are captured. That's just like authentic people doing their thing and you capture it and then it's funny and then people all want to share in the funny and that's great. But then when we talk about the victim stuff and the profiting off of people's misfortune, like to me, that's not funny. Like to me, that is, if anything is stupid, I mean, that does reveal some stupidity in my book. Like, yeah, how much do we really want to glorify that stuff you know to me that's i love the funny videos i watch them too and i haven't seen that one and i'm gonna go look it up malcolm oh it's it got a lot of attention (laughs) you look it up he's skid. it's hysterical and he tries to stand on his feet and and he has a hard time doing it and then he finally falls down right near the road where cars are coming by i mean he could have been hurt but the guy is laughing about it he came on the television shows afterward and was having a hoot with the whole thing you know and his wife actually posted up on facebook chuckling about it and of course it went viral not even knowing it was in innocent enough on their end you know they weren't really looking for fame i don't think but it sort no, of happened yeah. that's yeah. that's when it's really authentic and people can't manufacture authenticity and then they try they try to get that attention and i i love watching authentic people but it's these i don't know about this model i don't know but i think there is some personal responsibility that's going to come how can you get better instead of how much can you gouge this company for mm-hmm. you know that it just like I don't know. That's just not Well, my but thing. there's a lot of that, Jenna. And, and you know, it, it really does come down to being a litigious society. This is this is really the yeah. cr- the crutch of this first yes. uh, story here, uh, ladies. Let's let's get to that point right now. And I want to talk about that because it is a very litigious society. People, I you know, I I kind of so and now before before I know we'll go around with Susan and Missy, but Jenna, I just want to ask you one other thing here because you're you're on something here. Listen, I, I, I know I'm going to step on a pile of doo-doo right now, but I'm going to do it anyways because I want, yeah. your re- I want your reaction to this kind of thing. But I find the kind of people who are litigious in nature, Jenna, and, and again, forgive me if I insult you all here. It's not intentional, but it is, it is an accurate statement from my warped mind, if you will, um, that I think a lot of these people are the same kind of people, Jenna, that play the lottery. Okay. <laughs> Well, It'd be an they, interesting study. Well, I think it would, it would be an interesting study, hon. But I, I'm, I'm saying there are a lot of people who want to get rich quick. And they'll do yeah. these crazy things for their moment of fame because they want the money to come rolling in. I, there's oh, yeah. something to the psychology and the mentality behind that. Talk to, I, I'm very serious about oh, this. Totally, not, but no, no, no. You're, you're not wrong. Am, am, you, am I on to a point, Jenna? Well, yeah, yeah. So basically what you're saying is that instead of, so if they had invested all those little micro purchases, that's mm-hmm. the funny thing, um, you know, compound interest and all this intelligent stuff, if we're talking about stupidity, mm-hmm. they could have actually, they could actually have a lot of money in their bank after all of those years, you know, sure. like that type of delayed gratification thing. So I, I don't think you're off. Like mm-hmm. I would say that type of thing of, oh, that big golden ticket. And you see it all the time. I even see it with myself all the time. Oh, if I, find that special manager Mm -hmm. or if I somebody out there is going to make me this Mm -hmm. and it's it's not correct but that's rampant that's the biggest thing it's okay I'm going to win the lottery I just had a client the other day she's like well I want the money for the speech house I gotta buy the lottery tickets I'm like really that's 
that's yeah. your go-to like that's your plan <laughs> like, see God. jenna you, you're so accurate yeah. with this so accurate you, you keep in mind jenna i grew up i'm psychologically bent and da damaged for life uh, because i grew up with a father who played the lottery you understand oh. and my dad was oh yeah oh yeah and my dad was really go psychoanalytic oh i need a psycho honey i need a psycho <laughs> and 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 my dad used to play the lottery and it really used to rip my ass up because he he would always talk about being rich and loaded and do all this now he had seven kids and he worked hard not to take anything away from dad and the guard and the fact that he was not he was a hard worker but he's he had this pie in the sky he looked at all his life and it really annoyed me i became very anti-lottery and very anti any quick rise to fame or anything that was going to get you a shortcut it really annoyed me ladies and a lot of that has to do with my upbringing which you always say jenna well we always it's the way as kids we learn all this crap and then we take it well no kidding kiddo you know i mean come on now you know why i am the way i am today you know half baked right but um, you also have incredible work ethic. Yeah, 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 I'm totally different. You know why, Jenna? You know why? And, and I know this isn't going to sound right again, love, but I'm going to say it anyways. Because here's what I did in my life. And, and, and Susan, you talk about this all the time, victim and victor. You're a model for that because you always talk about being a victor, not a victim. And I want to say this right. because here's how I measured that, Jenna. And I swear to you, I, I made a lot of decisions as a young man and grown up and throughout my life and the way I weighed those decisions I thought about would my father do that in his life and if I thought he would do it I did the opposite and I knew it was the right thing <laughs> that I know that doesn't come across right because I didn't like a lot I'll give you an example Jenna my dad never said I love you when I was a young boy, never heard those words from my father ever in my life. Okay. Oh. And, and what I, one of the things I did with my two, guess what I did all the time. Yeah. I told them I love them just the other you. day, my 14 year old son, I gave him a big hug just out of the blue. And cause he had a little smirk on his face. He was doing something really clever. And I gave him a big hug. I said, you know, I really love you. Oh, and that's, yeah. that's what we do in our family too, all the time. And, uh, it's just, you know, when you do that, People don't have to go around looking for crazy attention and, and being calculating and maniacal. And that, that's a big deal. It really is. They've done a study in the prisons with these uh, criminals, and most of them have come from families that have never been told they were loved or experienced yeah. love. I mean, that's... Uh, There's that's, something to that. Oh, that's yeah. huge, uh, Susan. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Missy, talk about that a moment. This is a huge point because, you know, we, and, and, and I know, Jenna, this is really up her alley because this is, you know, this is uh, Psychology 101. I mean, this mm -hmm. is all about our interactions and feelings as human beings and people. But, you know, it only takes a moment, Missy, to go out of our way to pick up somebody's day. Like, if I say to you, Missy, mm -hmm. you look marvelous. You look fabulous mm -hmm. today. How many times do I compliment you, Missy, on this? show tell me all the time Malcolm you are so good about that and the point is absolutely we we learn at an early age about love and compassion and and how to you know model mm -hmm. uh, these moving forward and we learn them from our parents we learn them from our our families our relatives our close community members and if we don't learn that then we can't model it we we if we don't understand if we don't love ourselves if we don't have self esteem if we don't believe in ourselves we won't believe in other people and it's a downward spiral of mistrust and deceit and 
uh, all kinds of things that just bring negativity and violence in society. So you want to teach love at the earliest moment. You want to smile. How many times, you know, I, I'm sure, Malcolm, you can hear your smile in your voice. You walk out and you smile at somebody. It makes their day. You compliment them. And you don't know what is going on in that person's life. And that one smile actually could save a life. It certainly can change their day and improve it. I mean, I kind of hard to top that, Jenna, but... Uh... You know, yeah, they're... well, it's it's absolutely true. So the thing is, if people have to fight for their worthiness, and as I said, all the likes and stuff like that, and if, again, that isn't modeled, like, you're good. Mm-hmm. You're good as you, and that's, you know, what I talk about all the time. Like, you are, you're good, mm-hmm. and now what do you want to do? So when people already know that, but that is not common, unfortunately. Like that's Well, we're going to make it more common, common here. <laughs> we're we're going to make yeah, it more exactly. common here. So, so as we go, this next story I want you to hear is about, and I don't know what y'all think about this, but tax and meat eaters like smokers. Very interesting story again. I thought it fit really well into the stupidity show, although uh, Missy may not agree with me I'm on that. So I know, I know, I know. But I'm looking forward to the interchange with you. This is kind of, this is your expertise next. I know that. But before we pause here, I just want to remind you all and here that today I love Missy Crutchfield, I love Susan Price, and I love Jenna Smith. How's that? We're going to pause, and I love you as well. We'll be right back. The goal is to deliver a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world to unite people from all backgrounds and beliefs in an effort to advance humanity. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. It's AmericaOutloud.com, where the conversation never ends. With 24-7 streaming on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. friends. Jenna says she expects the purple dinosaur to come out any moment now. What is that? Barney, Jenna? Is it Barney? Barney. Barney, yes, yeah. I love you. Yeah, the I love you. Is that it? Yeah. I, I didn't see a lot of Barney when I was growing up. I don't think he was out then. I don't know. Anyways. No. Yeah. I, I just seen the little Muppets there that were running around at the time, Susan, you know, uh, something like yeah. that. But um, anyways. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of stupidity. We are on it today, friends. Stupidity. Uh, Three great stories we're bringing to you today. And again, Missy Crutchfield is here. Susan Price, Jenna Smith are our co-hosts today on Life, Liberty. Hey, thanks for tuning in and putting a lift in your step today. We're happy to have you here. And uh, so this next one now is really going to be interesting because I think you all maybe know by now, possibly, that our dear colleague and friend and illustrious world thinker of peace and beautiful things, Missy Crutchfield, she has a big thing as a a very pronounced vegan vegan and... um, I mean, this is a big, big deal for her. Clearly, it is. And but this is a report that came out that says we should tax meat eaters like smokers. So they should be taxed accordingly. Now. All right. So we're going to leave everybody in suspense as to what Missy really thinks. Okay, and we're not going to tell you what she thinks. We're going to hold on to Missy here because it's I know it's suspenseful for you folks. I know you don't think you know what she's going to say. So, Missy, don't tell us yet. Don't tell us yet. I want to first go to Jenna and then, then Susan. Jenna, tell me about this. Should I mean just straight out? I, I, listen, should if you take this title for what it is, I mean, 
in with this report and all, and I haven't read the report, but I don't know that it really matters. <laughs> but uh, should we tax meat eaters like smokers? Is there anything to this? You know, I think there's something to numbers and looking at numbers and the cost of this. But I think the companies that make the meat and stuff like that, they should be taxed more. Or that the you know what I mean? The cost should come out of them. Um, but the I don't know. Like I'm supposed to have an opinion about it, but I mm-hmm. I don't. I think with the smokers, it makes sense. I think we're, I think that would be so huge for people. It would be so, it would be such an uproar, but if it is costing more and if it is creating health problems of the same as smoking, if the case can be made, then, you know, it's kind of practical. That's, that's well, if you opinion. and I, you and I, Jenna, are novices on this topic, we, you as I don't have a strong opinion because we don't know a lot about the innings of this. I know Missy will. Maybe Susan probably does as well because she's a research buff. But, but Jenna, with you just a moment, as I glance at this article here, by the way, and by the way, I'm going to put all three of these uh, stories right in the post here when it goes to the show post on America Out Loud, friends, so you can read them and, and see what we're talking about here. But... Uh, Jenna, it says here the carbon footprint of foods, amount of greenhouse gases in fresh foods. And beef evidently has a lot. They say lamb is next, then pork, then chicken less, fish really less, and eggs very little. Um, And then it goes rice and fruits and vegetables and milk and tree nuts and, you know, uh, cereals and field-grown fruit. And it goes down to field-grown vegetables and negligible. So I guess that's what they're talking about is these... uh, carbon footprint the greenhouse gases yeah Yeah, i think i think people are okay i actually think it would be a good idea because people are so excessive Mm -hmm. like the huge steaks and the this and that and the beef companies are just treating the animals terribly most of the time um it it just you know like natural farms like in canada we have all these like little you know owned farms Mm -hmm. and like that it's just it's very balanced but it's the we're talking about extremes across the board extreme with the social media and extreme with the well it's like somebody who goes to a steakhouse jenna and they order like a 37 pound uh, kansas city or something i mean that's like insane yes tax that tax the excessiveness like if i was to say an opinion i would say to tax (laughs) excessiveness if you could figure that out Probably not, but then, hey. then like, just to teach the moderation, even with the plastic bag. Jenna, I, don't know if you have I just had a bad thought. I just had a really Uh-oh. bad thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I got to say it. I got to say it. Again, not to offend anybody, but I got to say it. Can you imagine if we taxed people that were overweight? Oh, my golly. Every pound that you're overweight, you get taxed by, by Mr. Orwell. What do you think of that? That's weird. Huh? Uh, that'd be a whole well, different. Well, you talk about that 37-pound Kansas City steak, young lady, that you're going to sit down and pork away, and then you end up getting too big, and you bust the chair, and you can't walk out of the door of the steakhouse. I mean, come on. Yeah. You're taking up a That's lot of carbon tax- greenhouse gases as well. Uh, That's why taxing makes sense. Wow. I think I'm, I might be onto something. I know some of my friends are not going to be happy with that. Susan, what do you think about this story? Well, I have mixed feelings. Um, but and then knowing, and I don't know a lot, but from what I've seen, you know, some of our food's been weaponized. Um, and, you know, we have uh, the regular food that a lot of us eat, and then we have kosher food which a lot of us eat, which are more expensive, and those are taxed more. Um, but none of us can escape living on the earth and what falls from the skies. And until that stuff is cleaned up, you know, the animals eat it and we ingest that. So um, as much as we try to watch what we're eating, most of us, um, 
we're going to have that effect, whether it comes from meat, eggs, or whatever, unless we're totally, totally vegan, like uh, Missy and my daughter are. And, uh, and that's a healthy way, too. Your I'm kind of in the vegan? middle. Susan, your daughter's a vegan? Oh, yeah. One oh, of my two daughters oh, is. Cool. Oh, yeah. She's been for six years. Do you? Yeah. Do you and her children. Is, is that the good Her witch? children are. Is that the good witch or the bad witch? I forget which daughter. <laughs> no, don't answer that. Well, you know, they're both good, but they take their turn. Let me tell you, it's the estrogen ozone when you have daughters. But, uh, but we, we, it, We'll, you we'll know, email this show to them so they can hear it. Go ahead. My son's vegan, but, Susan. Congratulations. Yes, and, and, and they are, and their children are, and, and, these, and they go to private schools. Schools and schools watch what they give the children. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're they have a balanced life. She's got it going on. But you know, and like I was saying, in some of my research back in 2012, I found that the Department of Homeland Security had a big fair going on with the, all the food industries, and I knew then they were weaponizing our food, and they have been before yeah. that, but especially. And I saw Bill Gates and I saw the big wig from uh, DHS and mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. because, you know, that's part of the story we're living through. Mm-hmm. And they want to inject these things, uh, the bad vaccinations and, and hormones into the meat because they know a mass amount of Americans are going to eat the products. But I do know the people that don't eat the meat really are healthier. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of in between. Wow. And I, I don't eat a lot of red meat. Um, yeah. I eat more chicken and turkey, right. lots of vegetables, but, right. uh, right. I can see both sides of the story. So okay. until, but Malcolm, until we clean the air and all, right. and all that, right. we're all going to suffer. Yes, yeah, and you, and you've reported on this on America Out Loud. You've written some oh, yeah. very interesting stories about what's coming down from yeah. the sky and the planes and the rest of it. So you're, I know right. you're on it and you, you are suspect about the foods and all of that. <clears throat> all right. So Jenna, Susan. And, and help me, you both, I want you to give me a drum roll as we introduce Missy, okay, on this topic. Okay, you ready? She's been waiting for this all season long. Okay, you ready here? Jenna, uh, Susan, here we go, ready? And here she is, Missy Crutchfield, Miss Vegan International. Go ahead, Missy. Tell us about these carbon for edu- Listen, I want you to educate Jenna, Susan, Malcolm, and all of our listeners right now, please, because I know you are brilliant in this. Tell us why this is true. I don't know how brilliant I am in this. I'm passionate about it, but every day I'm learning something new, and it's not small information. It's enormous what we're finding out. And by the way, Susan and Jenna, they are on the right track. They are so smart, and I'm so excited about hearing that about Susan's daughter. And 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 we're getting, we're all waking up. We're realizing that we have to coexist with the species on this planet and the planet itself. And the number one cause of water pollution, soil erosion erosion, air pollution, methane gas, all of that is it's cows and it's meat. You can take it cows at the top from the runoff, from the cow farts, from the the methane problem, from from the water that we're using. And you want to look at one of the big problems in the future? We're running out of clean water. And our coral reefs, by the way, this is affecting our oceans and we're losing our coral reefs. So many of our reefs already are beyond repair. And this is affecting all of us. The oceans are also lungs. The coral reefs are the rainforests of the ocean. 
ocean. It's all connected. We're all connected. And then if you just want to look at it as your own personal health, and here we are again at responsibility and the cost, the, the booming, outrageous cost of health care. Well, if we would take responsibility for our own health and diet and prevention, let's look at prevention, then we wouldn't have these spiraling out of control health care costs and all of these diseases. The one way you can re reduce, uh, eliminate, reduce, reverse diabetes, heart disease, stroke, it's a vegan diet. You can't, you can't even compare vegan and vegetarian, by the way, because vegetarian, they're still eating eggs and cheese and dairy products are, are proven to be just as addictive as opioids and, and the, uh, uh, reversal of, of disease will happen through uh, through vegan diets because you're if you're still eating eggs and dairy then you're not going to reverse all of this and they compared vegetarian diets are just below fish really but you want to drop your chances or never get cancer or really greatly eliminate your 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 chances of getting cancer or diabetes or heart disease or strokes or on and on and I did go to a hospital dinner last year and they're finally coming out with all of this is a public hospital in Tennessee and they said you can't compare it if you don't want to get this stuff you've got to go plant-based now vegan is a bit of, a, of an activism movement and there's reasons because we care about the planet we care about the animals and yeah we care about our own health and we're all dead if we kill the planet but the plant-based diet is the one that people who are just trying to prevent disease they don't want to get breast cancer they don't all of these things and they say they're embracing a plant-based diet either way veganism is the future if we want to all live and there's just too many people you you're not going to have the small farms anymore you're not going to have that beautiful picture like Jenna was talking about in Canada as with population expansion and other countries trying to emulate the diet here in America and the west and now those countries that used to be really healthy like asian countries have been adopting these diets we have eating meat etc and they're getting the same diseases now so we got to turn it around and we got to turn it around fast so you don't eat fish either right no no no, no. so vegan means just plant-based period right yes yeah and well the... also also vegan plant-based diet is plant-based vegan is a bit of a movement too so we mm -hmm. don't wear leather we don't okay. buy oh, anything see. that exploits an animal i see i see so the difference between vegan and vegetarian is significant then Yes. Yeah, because vegetarian means you could eat fish and that kind of things, right? I mean, well, no, vegetarians yeah. oh. still don't eat don't eat animals, but they eat cheese and eggs, and a lot of them wear leather. Stuff that and comes from animals, you mean? Okay, yeah. got it, got they it. They don't eat. They don't eat the death of an animal. So, like in your home, you don't. So you you don't like when you buy furniture, you make sure none of it's leather, right? I have some antique pieces. I mean, it is a process that oh, um, you have broke that, the rules. I do not buy them. I do not buy them anymore. I have not bought them since I've been vegan. I have donated. Actually, I had some jackets and stuff that I had from years mm -hmm. ago, and I donated them. Um, I, I, I gave them to resell and, get, and turned the checks okay. over to animal organizations that I believe in their work. I see. So I try to atone to what I've done. Nobody's perfect, and I have friends who go on and off, All vegan, right. vegetarian, and, and, and even more than that. And we have to be very loving and very forgiving so to each other. Says this. She says, I do not buy them. I do not eat green eggs. I do not eat ham. I do not like any of these. I say, Sam, I am. I could see myself going to a vegan lifestyle as, okay. um, and I think it's important to say what you're talking about is to have compassion for yourself and to like yes. move towards the consciousness of this thinking mm -hmm. like, okay, mm -hmm. here's the facts. Okay, let's do this instead of this. And let's do this instead of this. So I've, I've had vegan, I did a vegan diet to 
to heal my gut um, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. some over acidity for six to nine months. And it wasn't that bad because we have so much, um, we have so much. I mean, we just, we do. I mean, other people don't, but I mean, the people that are in the haves, it's like, we have so much, like we don't have to eat so much. We don't have to have so things so many things, but I think it's, again, the moderation, but it isn't, it's something that I would consider because I do love animals and I believe in sort of those uh, indigenous culture principles of connection yeah. with the earth and looking at the whole thing. And, you know, if taxing, it's going to create more of a movement and force people to yeah. do that. I think it's going to piss more people off in the beginning because it's so abrupt and that never works for people. If someone takes something from me, I want it more. Right. Right. So you'd be okay with it. Uh, Susan, you'd be okay with taxing a little more as well. Yeah. Or no. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm in the middle and, yeah. and, and you know what else I've, I've been following uh, Matt Monarch and Marcus Rothkrantz who are big in the industry of vegan foods and the way they cook and the food, they, you would never know that they weren't meat. I mean, yeah. it's, right. it's yeah. all plant-based foods and yeah. the plant-based actually the biggest dinosaurs ate plants. They were the strongest. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. Those big, long <laughs> yeah. neck ones, they weigh like a, a gazillion tons or something. Yeah. I don't know that I so want to be that middle, big. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be that big, Susan, <laughs> and have a long neck like that, though, if that's the price my, you pay. <laughs> my gorgeous 20-year-old son became vegan a few months ago, and he came to me, and I didn't try to shove it down his throat, pun intended, but uh, he came to the conclusion on his own, mostly about the planet, because he's just pissed off, as so many young people are, at what's happening to the planet and this out-of-control out thing that's going on. But he came to me after... He'd been vegan for two, three weeks, and he said, Mom, if I had have known how good I was going to feel, and this is a kid who's in shape, he's gorgeous, he's 20, remember, right. how good he's going to feel, he would have done it a long time ago, he told me. Really? Yeah. So how does he, tell me real briefly, how does he feel good, like what, what are the benefits of that, do you know? Well, he just, he doesn't need to sleep as much. I mean, you're still 20, you want to sleep. He just, he feels good. He wants to work out. He's taken some yoga. He's, he's, what's he, what's he kind of eating? So when you say that, what's, I mean, like how. He's going to Earth Fair and Whole Foods himself. I mean, I was going and bringing this stuff home for him and talking about it as much as I could without him shutting me but out. But what I'm anymore. asking is this, back to what Jenna, you were saying a moment ago about small steps, this, that, and the other, and, you know, being conscious about it and so on and so forth. Missy, but if you and Susan would send, uh, Jenna and I need to get our, our shit yeah. together, or at least Jenna needs to. Uh, and, uh, so, <laughs> I, I, eat, I eat a lot of vegan stuff, actually. <laughs> I love it. So uh, I love pick on Jenna. So if yeah, you, if you, you ladies around you, <laughs> if you, I know, I know. If you would send me like uh, th- three recipes uh, for real that you pick out, I want you to pick these out, Missy and Susan. You as well. If you oh, would send me yeah. three, I'd like to put six, and I'd like to put them on the. I'd like to create a show post and put them in the on the uh, platform and put them within the story. And I actually would like to try a couple. Is, is that possible? Yeah. Well, now let me ask you, Malcolm. Could I give them to you in the form of a video where it actually shows? how they're making it. Good yeah. idea. The ingredients. Yeah, I think, so. I think okay. so. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I suggest a film for you to see called What the Health, which is just rocking. I mean, young people, old people, everybody in between. What the Health. Watch, I'll tell watch you what, that. Send me a link with the yes. most important things. Keep it succinct so yes. we don't overwhelm people, okay? But let's okay. give me a few things, a few nuggets. I like nuggets. 
And so give me a few nuggets that I, and I'm not Vegan talking nuggets. about chicken nuggets from uh, McDonald's. Vegan That's nuggets. not, yeah, well, those are made of garbage, by the way. They're not made of cow chicken or anything else. They're made of garbage. That's cow already chicken. been proven. But, yeah, it's not chicken, Jenna, right? Right? No. That stuff is a foreign substance. I mean, yeah, I see I my- one more point on, on the tax issue and meat. And that's that we are not paying the true cost, by the way, of the meat, the environmental cost or, or otherwise. The lobbyists are maneuvering and manipulating things so so that these cows can be produced. And okay. and, and you got to think about why it's more, it's cheaper to, to right. get a McDonald's burger than it is a couple of pieces of fruit and a vegetable for a, a young person, a student right. or school. Yeah. you got to deal with education and food too. Well, it's all education, which is what we do on the show here. All right. What I'm going to do, friends, is this. Uh, we're going to move to this next uh, stupidity story in just a moment here. And then at the end of the show here, we're going to vote on all three of these stories here. So so we're going to have uh, Missy, Jenna, Susan, and myself, we're going to vote on these stories and see if they get the stupidity award or not, each one of these. So listen, coming up next is this YouTube star. You might have heard of him, Logan Paul. And uh, he's, I guess, evidently a phenomenon with the young people. And uh, so he was in the forest in Japan. Uh, it's called, uh, the nickname of it is called Suicide Forest. It's sadly where a lot of people go to end their lives. And there was somebody literally hanging from a tree. They hang themselves out there. It's, it's unimaginable yeah. what goes on in this place. And he uh, photographed this or videoed it, if you will, rather, for his YouTube stardom day, you know, to get a rise out of people, which is what they do, which is what Jenna was saying earlier. You do stupid shit to get attention, you know. Well, this kid does it on a daily basis, clearly. And, of course, he's got a gazillion followers. So if you compare that to what you're trying to do good on the planet and you compare to this kid, it's, it's kind of a, a sickening story, actually, of why stupidity is uh, credited in fame. I mean, this young guy's got a beautiful home, a mansion, money coming out the yin-yang and everything else just by being stupid. This is a guy who's made a living out of being stupid, you know? So, I mean, it's kind of funny in that way or it's kind of stupid in that way, I should say, huh? <laughs> Anyways, we're going to pick that up. We're going to vote on all these at the end of the show here. I assure you, we'll be right back. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health. Sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa. Award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. Let the silent voices be heard. It's the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.com. For a wide spectrum of programming from world and political news, societal and cultural stories, law enforcement, our military heroes, and much more. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. Welcome to the new era in communications. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Now, 
I didn't know a lot about this kid, but my son knows everything about him. I mean, he follows all these YouTube stars like religion, you know. And uh, so this is a YouTube kid, Logan Paul now. And I guess he's probably not too young now. I don't know. He's 22 years old now. Okay, so he's 22 years old. He's been doing this for a while, I understand. And uh, he's got a show out there, big personality. He does stupid things, I guess is what he does. I, I don't really know a lot about him, so forgive me. But uh, I, I don't watch the stuff. I don't have time in my life to watch stupid people doing stupid things. I get enough of that in the real world without turning on YouTube to find them on there, quite frankly. <laughs> we find those in the daily news cycle, ladies, right? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, not real hard to find stupid people today, I have to tell you. Anyways, on the show here today is the opposite of stupid people. It is brilliance here. And it is the grand old brilliant Jenna Smith is here. And she is absolutely brilliant. Susan Price is brilliant. Missy Crutchfield is brilliant. And that's what we're doing doing here today is trying to bring all this brilliance to you. Ladies, we're talking about this Logan Paul guy. Now, Susan, I got to talk to you first, yeah. love, because <laughs> you wrote a whole story about this forest. Man, did you research this thing? And you got a whole column, and I'm going to connect the column again to this show post okay. when it's on America Lost. So go, go, after you right. hear this on Talk Radio, friends, go look at the show post and get the podcast on this, and you're going to have all this great links, you're going to have all these beautiful food items and diet stuff and great stuff that Missy sending me and Susan sent me. But I also, this forest you wrote about and, and you talked about this uh, forest, uh, suicide. So what, people, right. people go to this forest in Japan to commit suicide. Is that the concept, uh, Susan? Yes. It's the Akahara Forest. It's called the Ghost of the Dead. God bless and you. And it's littered with... Did, did you uh, say Achu? Did you say Akahara? What did you say? Is that a, a, a I like said a it's the Akahara forest and it's right near uh, in japan near mount fuji and uh it's you you won't find any living anything living there no birds animals there's not a sound to be made Why and do you it's think that littered is, with trees is well, this it's, like it's, satan's it's, playground or what is it oh it's totally uh well you when you're surrounded by so much death you know there's Nothing wants to um, wow. even live on the dead. I mean, it's it's so eerie. And you're taking a chance walking in there because there's 200 caves. I mean, you could miss your step and fall through the earth into a cave. So it's a very bleak looking feeling and that's why a lot of these people go to commit suicide. Susan, what if we went out there from Life Liberty, like some of us, like <laughs> you three and me, the four of us went out to Japan. What if we got some tickets and we went out to Japan mm -hmm. and we did a show from the forest? Do you think we could liven it up some or what? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I'm a daredevil, but that's kind of pushing it. Yeah. That's pushing it. All right, Jenna, what do you say? Oh about? yeah. <laughs> Well, that someone would do a show about us looking stupid. Like, here you are trying to liven up a freaking death forest. Yeah. <laughs> Satan's playground, huh? Just put some ornaments on the trees. Exactly. Get the birds singing. Tweet, 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 tweet. It doesn't sound like a vacation spot. It's not a holiday getaway, is it, Missy Crutchfield, huh? No, it's, it's very sad. You're, you know, this guy trivializes a very 
serious issue, suicide. I, I mentioned earlier on the show about smiling, about joy, and how this show we try to enlighten and lift up. And I said a smile could save someone's life. And you think about suicide, you never know. When you smile, when you validate someone's existence, it may change their choice or you know save them somehow. It's showing compassion and love for another. And I'm happy that I read with the forest, they've, they've, they have a sign out there Think about your family. Think about, you know, basically right. who you might be leaving. And wow. and that warmed my, my heart. These people are, are so lost and so, you know, depressed or whatever's going on with them that they're they're going to this forest because they feel like that's their community, that others who have suffered or are suffering so much are also going there. They they may cut their wrists, they may hang themselves, any 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 you know way that that they're trying to just leave, leave what they feel is uh, if they've lost their jobs, if they don't have just a, 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 a life that's, that has no hope. So it's very sad. And this guy comes in there. And what's what really he gets the stupidity, in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is afterward, he tries to apologize and say he thought that this show would bring some kind of positive or whatever. <laughs> if you look at the video with the stupid green goofy hat on and his kind of, oh, I'm so young and cool and look at me and I'm in here. Oh, here's a dead body. I mean, there's just no excuse for him or this show or this topic. And his apology should have just been, I was stupid. And yeah, I was not thinking right and not just trying to do something positive. All That's right, Missy, he's obviously, uh, uh, Jenna, I want you to bridge what Missy's talking about because I like the way she just framed that up, actually. And obviously, this kid is probably a little deranged himself. But but here's the thing, Jenna. If you're 22 years old, you have a lot mm-hmm. of money now. You're living in a gorgeous home, cars, the women are all, I mean, you're just living life. This is life, Jenna, now. we're talk- You eat all the Kansas City steaks you want, screw the planet. I mean, we're, we're living it up, man. We've got enough money to buy whatever we want. You're 22 years old. You've got all this. YouTube made you a star. And now you're going out to the suicide forest. And yeah, you're going to make fun of a few dead people. But this is what you do. You're a comedian. So this is what this kid does. What kind of a message is that? And is this a case, Jenna, of where stardom goes to your head I, I mean, absolutely, because he, what, he would have started when he was a teenager. So the things that are glorified are stupid, mm-hmm. stupid things. That's yeah. what people like watching is stupid things. So is it that surprising? Not really. And the lack of honor. I mean, really, in Japan, it's a, a matter of honor, too. Yeah. They've been dishonored somehow. They yeah. can't pay for this. They're dishonored. So they go and they're like, this is the honorable thing. There's a whole other cultural element to it as well. Right. But the, you know, he's just going in there and being the stupid American kid and like doing stupid mm-hmm. American shit. Like, it's just like there because that's glorified to me again, back to it's glorified by all the viewers. If he wasn't celebrated and paid for that, I think yeah. he might change, but no, the, right. the you know, the, the more ridiculous, the more edgy, the more I just, make fun of everything and everybody and have no regard for anything, I'm going to get celebrated. So allow me to ask you this, Jenna, then, uh, with what you say just there. Why is it in society today that we celebrate all of this kind of behavior? And I'm not just talking about this 22-year-old now who did this. I'm talking about if you listen or watch the young people and you see what they are watching and listening to on YouTube. Uh, just take YouTube, for instance. It yeah. is the culprit in the center of stupidity. That channel, YouTube itself, is 
is ground zero for stupidity. So why is it this is so attractive to society today? And even a lot of the older folks, I mean, they love stupid things. When things go viral and people do really weird stuff. Why is that? What I'm asking you is, is this, I mean, in all fairness, is this just a simple escape for a lot of people? Are they just trying yeah. to escape the bureaucracy of living and all the baloney around in life? I mean, no, yeah. It's well, a distraction and a busyness. And mm-hmm. uh, as long as my, so it's a disconnect, you know, what my actual um, professional opinion is to disconnect from our bodies. Mm-hmm. We just are like, oh, this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing. No one's, and if you get into your body, like Missy was saying, like you, have different impulses you have that humanity that starts to creep back you have your connection to your heart and so when it's just um you know excitement and we've talked about this before excitement and busy and oh and if and the other thing in projection right with the bullies if that Mm -hmm. person's being humiliated i'm not being humiliated so that's funny because i don't want to be humiliated right like it's so no one's ever really growing up that's why i talk about being a grown-up and it's hilarious my friend on the phone yesterday she's like oh you're all grown up. I haven't talked to her in 10 years. She's like, you're oh, a full wow. on grown up. Wow. So what does that mean? It means like thinking for yourself, actually right. taking some time and space, but people want to be distracted and they want yes. someone else to be yes. humiliated because they don't want to feel it. Right. right. Wow. And I believe that the advancement of technology has, mm-hmm. you know, helped these people to forget their boundaries. They get lost. Right. In it. They can't even be human one-on-one with anymore. So now a rare commodity is, uh, you know, people sales and people services one-on-one because everybody's over the phone or over the computer. Well, Susan, a you lot know. of these people that we're speaking about here, I mean, I have to tell you, and I shake my head all the time, well beyond this kid in this conversation, but a lot of the people that my son are watching and they're all the, the whole generation is listening and watching, you can't get away from it on technology, as you just no. said, Susan. I mean, I got to tell you right now, as a guy who works hard every day in this business and doing the things I do and trying to push a positive message out there in the world, these people have instant gratification of hundreds of millions. We're talking at least tens of million. I'm talking tens and hundreds of millions of connections. That is blows my mind, ladies. I'm I'm serious. Blows my mind. The, the sad thing is that now he's propelled even more. Exactly. Everybody knows about him even more exactly. after this stupid thing. Yeah, yeah. It's called it's, it's exposure. It's publicity, which is why they do the silly things they do half the time, uh, most of the time anyways. All right, let's vote on all this now. So we, we, I, we promised everybody we'd vote on these things. So I want to talk about case okay, stupidity here. So let's start about the first story about the soup. So you got the steward uh, that's on the plane or the flight attendant, they call it now. You've got to be politically correct, Malcolm. Knock it off. Okay, so the flight attendant on the plane now on the Asiana Airlines on the way to Paris, uh, Paris, and um, you know she uh, she they say she bumped the soup. They say no that the the person spilled it themselves, but the hot soup goes on her area of her lap. Uh, evidently, it damages her, and so she sues and she gets awards for one hundred one thousand. All right, who gets the stupidity award here? Does the flight attendant get it? Uh, the the you know the that and the airline itself, or does the uh, customer get it? Uh, who do you think, Susan? Um, I think the 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 model. The, the, the model gets the stupid award. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jenna. Who gets it? The the model or the the flight, I don't, the flight attendant? 
I actually don't think there's a lot of stupid going on. It's, it was just an accident and a thing. So it's, I, it's, I think the whole thing's silly. So well, I'm the airline say, says that she bumped it herself. So that's not accidental. If that's, well, then maybe that's, a, yeah, yes. Then I'll throw some stupid in there. Like it's, it's selfish and I so could just, you know. Could yeah. be the model you're saying possibly then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you say, Missy? Yeah, just clear irresponsibility on, on the, the woman that's just, it's, it's, yeah, irresponsible, the stupid, model. irresponsible. But but she's 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 trying to okay. capitalize on it. So the, the model know. itself. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So you've all outvoted me. I would have said that the model is an upstanding citizen, and that the flight <laughs> attendant and the airlines were totally erroneous here and get the stupid awards. I've been outvoted. I've been outvoted. So the airline gets the stupid <laughs> award. They're the big bullies, and this model, this poor young lady, deserves to be treated better. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So let me just get that out there. Okay. Boy, God, Jenna threw me under the bus quick there all right next story next story okay (laughs) so uh tax and meat eaters like smokers so again who gets the stupid award do we give the uh the 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 people who create the report that says we should tax them or uh who would who would be the opposite end of that would be the people who are eating the meat right yeah okay missy who gets the stupid award the meat eaters the meat eaters get the stupid award okay all right all right jenna what do you say yeah, I, I again the excessive. So I agree, it's the excessiveness okay. that because right, I, I eat meat, so it's the it's it's yeah. the excessive ones. Okay, and Susan, yeah. what do you think? Well, I'm I'm like the girls. You are uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I disagree with all of you again. I'm on the opposite <laughs> side of this thing. I think we need to celebrate meat eaters everywhere. Uh, maybe not. Je- Missy's going to hit me later on, but uh, I think I'm that. I'm going to send you a lot of info. Well, I think we're going to. I know. I know. I'm afraid of that. It's true. I think we got to tax their body weight. That's how we're going to do this thing in the future. I'm on to something here, ladies. I'm telling you, I'm on to something. Okay. The last one, Logan Paul. Uh, now, this is going to be a real one. Is this young boy who's trying to make a living and a career for himself, this young, upstanding kid, or is it uh, the forest itself? Who's the, who's the, the um, or YouTube, YouTube, who, who gets the stupid award here? Absolutely the guy. I mean. The kid, uh, the, the kid, Jenna? Yeah. Oh, okay. All YouTube's right. just a platform. It's like, yeah. They're just the form. Okay. And what do you say, uh, Susan? The kid. The kid, okay. And Missy, you were the kid as well? It's just just disrespectful, yeah. Missy, you, what do you think, the kid? Absolutely. The only thing that would make him more stupid is if he'd kill himself and then he'd win the Darwin Awards. Oh, wow. Well, there's a thought. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, Missy's out there. Now she's being out loud here, guys. Okay. Love it. Love it. All right. See, I think you're all being unruly. I disagree with all of you again. I think this young poor 22-year-old deserves a break. He was doing nothing wrong and uh, it wasn't his fault. He just put that silly hat on to get a few laughs and create a little jump in the step that day. What's wrong with that? So again, I am on the opposite side of all of this, uh, and we are out of time, sadly, friends. But it has been an absolute pleasure being with you today. <laughs> Missy Crutchfield, Susan Price, Jenna Smith, this is Malcolm Out Loud to be continued, friends. <laughs> <laughs>